to Power Conversations Podcast by What's Your Superpower TV. This podcast features conversations of overcoming by faith and pushing through to fulfill a purpose-driven life. This podcast is hosted by CEO and best-selling author Nadia Francois. Welcome to the broadcast. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to Power Conversations Podcast. I am your host, Nadia Francois, and today we are welcoming Miss Joy Bartholomew. Welcome, Queen. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. I appreciate, um, you know, this opportunity to kind of chit chat. Yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are excited to have you. Why don't you tell us where you're from and who you are? Sure, of course. Um, so my name is Joy Bartholomew, and I'm from Maryland. Uh, I'm right outside of D.C., and I uh, live here with my mom and three dogs and two teenagers and a whole lot of chaos. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, there's a lot going on here in my world and, uh, you know, just like everybody else. And, um, you know, just enjoying this stage of life. Um kind of getting my kids kind of ready to fly the coop one's in college and one's in high school so just getting ready for that next stage myself here yes 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 awesome so joy of course our show is all about our testaments of overcoming adversity and pushing through to fulfill our purpose so i'm sure that you have several accounts of adversity that you have overcome to be where you are today but give us one instance um, that propelled you into your purpose so you know uh what I'm doing now, you know, what I love is that what you decide at 21 isn't, you know, when you're in college or when you're kind of starting out, isn't where you end up, right? It's all of yeah. these, these little pieces that kind of build you and change you. And you, like you're saying, kind of change that purpose. So what's leading right now? And that's what I kind of love is that we're not stuck in this one space. Yeah. Um, so the space I'm in now is... Um, I'm a divorce coach, a Christian life coach who helps divorced women. And uh, I wouldn't have thought, you know, in my 20s, like, this is where I'm going to be and this is what I'm going to end up doing. Um, but it's through that adversity. It was through the divorce process myself. It was through all of that overwhelming chaos and just absolute craziness that I was able to step into this purpose and passion because I really feel compelled to help women and Christian women step into their next best self. Um, yeah. I, I stepped away from the church when I was going through my divorce. Um, there was that shame and that guilt, like I shouldn't be getting divorced if I'm a Christian woman, like these things shouldn't be happening. Um, so I don't want others to go through that. So my goal and purpose now is really to help them walk through that space a little bit easier because, you know, I can, I can, I've gone the path, uh, <laughs> the bad path potentially yeah. and help hear them a little bit better, a little bit more um, purposefully into, into that next self. Yeah. And so you stated that um, you went through the bad stuff. Tell us a little bit about that. So yeah, the, the bad stuff, you know, my ex at the time was having an affair with one of my girlfriends, 
you know, so then it, it split up like the friend groups, like who was on this side and who was on that side. My ex and I worked at a, in the same, um, for the same company, like in the same government office. So my friends were his friends, even at work. So there was no getting away from it. My friend group was dissolved. My work life was in upheaval because everybody knew everything. Like there was no safe space. And so that was really where like, I didn't know who to turn to. I didn't know who to trust. I didn't know who I could have conversations with. Um, And that, that was just so hard. And it was such a, um, you know, like just a difficult position to be put in. I bet, I bet. And so going through all of that, how did you eventually transition from feeling the shame and the guilt and even whether it was mending those relationships or getting rid of some of those relationships? How did you work your way through that? So, um, yeah, there were some relationships that became stronger. Um, but there were some that I, I had to let go. Uh, I had, you know, this one specific girlfriend who only wanted to come over or only wanted to chat to hear the gossip, you know, and only wanted to bring up all the toxic stuff. And and I, yeah. I had been separated and or divorced for a period of time. And that's all she wanted to do. And, and for my own, um, you know, self-preservation, I had to step away from that. And I just had to be like, mm, I'm done you know, and and it's coming into that space of knowing yourself or learning yourself to be able to make those, those decisions. Um, You know, my ex and I have been able to mend things. And uh, like just last week, we drove up to Ohio, a seven hour drive to go pick up our son from college, seven hours up, seven hours back in a car with him, And we're in a better place. And so Mm -hmm. we've been able to work and heal through some of those. We're not together, but that's okay. We can still co-parent in a way that's effective. So not everything has to be fixed. Some things just evolve naturally into something new and maybe something better. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Now, getting to this point of being able to be in a car with your ex for Mm -hmm. seven hours, (laughs) going in, coming How did you make it to that point? What did you do? You know, it took uh, there. So when we were married, I really had very little voice. Um, I felt Mm -hmm. very uh, put down, very less than. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think his affair and his his actions really. In this is going to sound a little harsh maybe, but there was a little bit of a power um, role reversal, right? Because then he was the one who was feeling kind of some of that less than, and I was finding my voice during that. I was able to start standing up for myself. And I think that we, he got a little humbled and I was finding my strength and my purpose and my passion And I wasn't letting that hold me back anymore. And without holding me back, I was able to finally, finally, after so many years, really just being able to say what's on my mind and kind of put it out there. And that made him step back 
And when he did it, that there was, there was a lot more equal footing and we were able to resolve some of those issues. And again, we're better friends now than I think we were for probably 75% of our marriage. Mm -hmm. And it, it really had to turn into, this is over, this is done. We're moving forward. We're moving forward separate. What is the best thing I can do for my kids and for myself? And it's not holding on to that anger and that, that hurt and that just bitterness. It's, yeah. it's being able to find that healing place. And it's so easy to say, no, 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 no. We're told in the Bible to forgive. You know, you have to forgive. You have to forgive. We're human. And we sit on that <laughs> as women, especially <laughs> we oh, yeah. sit on that hurt and that anger and that, that unforgiveness, like we hold on to it. And, you know, like the, the old, the old adages, right? Like, yeah. no, 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 I'm going to bring that up five years from now. And I'm still going <laughs> to come back to that. Yeah. But it was really just what was in my healing in my process, what was in my best yeah. interest. Yeah. And in your process, did you seek therapy? Did you pray it out? How did you eventually overcome it all? Um, and, and that was my struggle. It really was because at first it was the self-sabotage. It was yeah. the, it was all kinds of stupidity. Um, yeah. And that's when I was stepping away from the church. And I said, um, I, I, I couldn't even step into the building for a year. I couldn't even bring myself to, to walk into a service. Um, and then I started going through a um, Christian yoga program to become a yoga teacher. And that brought me back in. That brought me back into the word. That brought me back into movement and prayer and meditation and really into a place of for myself. It wasn't for anybody else. I did this for yeah. myself. And yeah. it was going to be something that I never would have been able to afford, told I was allowed to do when I was married because it was expensive. Yeah. But I kind of, you know, paid for it and saved up for it. Um, and I think that was my first step. You know, there was the therapy, there was the the prescription meds for the anxiety and for the depression and for the mood, you know, changes and all of those things. Once I was able to get on some solid footing and get back into that relationship with God, back yeah. into the church, man, I was able to get rid of all of the self, well, most of the self-sabotaging stuff, right? I still have my glass of wine here and there and, you know, my little snacks yeah. and whatever, but I was able to get rid of so much of, of that, what was really hurting myself and get back into that, that grounded space. Yes. Yes. And so you found yourself or did you find yourself setting up boundaries? Like after going through uh, your divorce and healing and, you know, you're still being, you still have to be yourself. You still mm -hmm. have to show up you know, for work or whatever, for the kids, for yourself, you know, but did you find yourself setting up boundaries to keep your peace? I'll put it like that. The amount of boundaries I set up were, are, are like innumerable. Like <laughs> I, you know, um, I stayed in the family house and he would come over and be at the house for different times with the kids because he was he was renting a room. Yeah. 
So he would come over and be like, oh, I took a shower up in the master bedroom, in the shower, in the, in the bathroom. And I was like, uh, not anymore. I changed the lock and I put a key on it and I locked him out. He would just walk into the house because it was the house we had owned together. Yeah. When he was there for the kids, never knocked, never did anything. So like I had to put a rule in, like you Mm -hmm. can't just walk into the house. He actually was going to buy a home that I could see from my back deck, like the block behind us. I could actually see the front door if I stood on the deck. Wow. He put a contract on it. Oh, isn't this going to be great? The kids can ride their bikes over here. I'm like, nah. So I already had it lined up. If they bought the house, mine was going for sale the next day. Do you know what I mean? Like I had to put in all of those kind of boundaries um, in regard, and they were mostly physical, but that's what allowed me to really um, move forward in, in certain ways, because this is my house. This is the way I raise my kids in my home. And it was, it was nice to have that separation and I needed it. And I didn't realize it until I started putting those into place. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So fast forward, (laughs) how many years now have you been divorced? Uh, five. Divorced five years now. Okay. So now that you have, we can say pretty much gotten over that obstacle, you are now helping other women get through the divorce process, right? Yes. And and I love it. I love being... Yeah, sure. Um, no, but I love being able to help um, in, in that regard because it's really, you know, everybody's story is different. Everybody's situation is different. So I can't say, well, this worked for me. This is going to work for you. But what I find right. is that either women in their marriages, maybe like I was, lost their voice in their marriages. And now they're going through the divorce and family is like, well, you need to do this and you need to do that. Um, their friends are telling them, this is how you need to do it. This is the attorney you need to see and are still in, in a, in a nice way, trying to control them a little bit without giving them a voice. So what I love to be able to do is sit down and just talk to them and go, what do you want? Where do you want to go? What do you see your life looking at? Where do you feel you want to grow the most? How can I help you with your decisions? And giving them that power back is amazing. Yeah. They're like, people haven't asked me that in a long time, what I want. Mm-hmm. And it's allowing them to see you can create this life however you want it. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some work. And we're going to grow through this process. But there's no reason that you're going to be stuck in the exact same place that you are now. Let's let's really start to grow big. And that's that's what I love to see. And that's where I love to help is just getting them into that mindset of moving forward. Yes, absolutely. And I was rating on that word mindset because a lot of times, you know, as you stated, we all go through, you know, divorce or whatever things that we go through differently. Um, but the thing is, we all have to have a made up mind mm-hmm. on what we want, what we want out of life. Right. And so um, 
you know, and I know there are some stages of, of grief uh, that we go through when we go through a divorce, you know, so it's, it's a, it's a really hard, a really hard situation to get through. Um, and I thank you for sharing that with us today and also for reaching back to help another woman be able to overcome because just as you stated, sometimes we're not asked, what do we want or what do we, where do we see ourselves or, you know, because once we get to the point of becoming a wife and a mother and all of the things that comes along with it, we're engulfed with that, you know? Mm -hmm. And then when it's over, it's like, where do I go from here? You know, or where am I? Who am I? You know, it's like a whole discovery process all over. And if you can't tell, I went through a divorce myself. <laughs> Um, it's been, uh, over 10 years, um, mm -hmm. but, you know, still the same steps as have, as now having to heal, having to forgive, mm -hmm. having to overcome shame, you know, and guilt and all of those things. And then, as I stated, still having to be mom, still having to be yourself, still having to go to work and perform. Yes. Exactly. And and so you're wearing all of these hats, right? And all you mm -hmm. do is take one off to put another one on, but yes. it never really lets you take off all of the hats to give you that time and space to figure out who you are as the person. I know yeah. who I am as a mom or an employee right. or, you know, whatever it might be, but you, we just don't have that opportunity when you're in the mess of of the overwhelm going through all of that divorce. And I really liked what you said about it being that grief, right? Because it's, it's an end. It's an end yeah. of a marriage. Yes. It's an end of the, the life that you thought you were going to have the vows that you took, whether you leave or they leave, whatever there's, there's still grief involved and you have to allow people to work through that process. Yes. And emotions are not linear. Like today, I may be in a great mood. Tomorrow, yeah. I'm going back to the, I can't believe this is happening, mm -hmm. uh, all, all of those stages. So there's so much there to manage. Um, and then, then you know, throw on top of it, oh, let me get the kids to sports and fix dinner and make lunches and homework and go to work and still have performance reviews and the whole bit. And it's like, holy cow, that, there's a lot that's going on. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, I am, like I said, happy that you were able to come here and talk about this with us because, look, whether it was a long time ago or if it's happening right now in someone's life, it is definitely some valuable information. It's also something to share. You know, sometimes, um, as we've stated several times, we go through that shame and that guilt. Well, we don't want everyone to know what we got going on and all of that. But, you know, when you get through it, it's a beautiful thing to be able to help someone else uh, be able to overcome as well. And like I said, I commend you for that. I thank you for that. And I want us to definitely come back around and get the contact information and everything for your business. But right now we're going to step into our power questions of the day Got just it. to break the ice a little bit. 
and lighten up the mood. And so our first question is one of our favorite questions on Power Conversations, and it is, what is your self-care regimen? I, you know, like people are foodies or, or different things. Like I, I, like, I feel like sometimes I'm a self-care junkie. Um, I, I kind of have to think my favorite at like this stage right now is journaling. Um, uh, I mean, I found through journaling's like so much clarity, um, and, and, and I'll start writing and, and at the end of it, I'll be like, what did I just write? I don't even think I was thinking that like that subconscious just comes out and comes out flowing. Um, so part of that, you know, it's not bubble baths and it's not all those other things, but I find that that is just such an eye opening, um, component to self-care. Absolutely. Absolutely. Next, what piece of advice would you give to your younger self? There are so many don'ts. Um, um, I, you know what I think it is, it'd be follow your heart. You know, there were so many times like the job I took right out of college, I was like, eh, I don't know if this is the right thing. Um, even getting engaged, I was like, eh, I'm not sure that this is the right thing. Um, and I think that there's so many expectations that in our, and especially in our younger selves that we forego what we want or who we are or what our gut is telling us, what our heart is telling us. And we go with those expectations. And, and I would, I would tell my younger self to let those expectations go and live a life you love. Love it. Love it. All right. Next question. How do you prevent missed opportunities? Um, you know, it, it's, I look for opportunities everywhere. Um, it's, it's kind of fun now. It's, it's almost like seeking them out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I do have, I am awful. I, I do have that FOMO fear of missing out. So mm-hmm. somebody goes, do you want to go do this? I'm like, yeah, of course. Duh. I want to go, go do that because I'm going to miss out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, when I was first getting divorced, somebody was like, oh, there's a yoga retreat in Costa Rica. You want to go? I was like, uh, yeah, sure. I'll go. Um, you know, so there are so, <laughs> I, I just try anything that's kind of asked. I try yeah. and jump on. That's a good one. That's good. I love that. Well, Miss Joy Bartholomew, I want to thank you once again for joining us here on Power Conversations podcast. Do you have any final thoughts for our viewers? Um, you know, I, I I think that there are, especially if somebody's going through that season of divorce, um, it's really when you were talking about self-care, it's really just that opportunity. You know, if you're in that season of motherhood or divorce or overwhelm, or maybe you're a caregiver for somebody. Um, I really do believe that that level of self-care needs to be part of your routine. Um, I think as women, we overlook that for ourselves way too much and we pour from that empty cup and i think that we really do need to slow down and give ourselves that opportunity to replenish and renew uh and and um take care of ourselves yes yes i love it and tell us how can we connect with you and find out more about your divorce coaching sure um so uh, my website is divorce-confidant, 
com. So I am the divorce confidant. Um, and, uh, you know, I just love being able to um, chit chat with women and my, you know, my email, my contact, all of that is on my website. Right now I have up um, some freebies up there for journaling prompts to help find peace and calm. So I do have those up there right now, but um, really, I just love that one-on-one -on -one conversation with women. So if you have any questions, I can be reached through that website. All right. And that is www.divorce-confidant.com. Yes. Joy Bartholomew, thank you so much for joining us here. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. I loved our chat. It was very fun. Thank you, Queen. Y'all join us every Thursday for a new episode of Power Conversations podcast available on all your major listening platforms. 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. You can find a new episode every Thursday. Thank you guys for joining us and see you next time. Power Conversations Magazine is our free online publication that spotlights entrepreneurs, community leaders, authors, and business pioneers. Log on at www.powerconversationsmagazine.com.